You're listening to Actors with Issues with Juaniala, a podcast of actors, by actors, and for actors. In today's episode, we speak with the creative team behind the freebie comedy series Primo, executive producer and series creator Shay Serrano, and executive producer Michael Shore. Um, so uh, I did just finish binging a bunch of the episodes last night. And, you know, as a guy with 12 aunts and uncles on both sides of his very big Latino yes. family, lots yes. of unsolicited opinions, you know, <laughs> someone's <laughs> always got something to say. So it hit home in so many ways, really. So um, I, I felt like I was watching a docuseries on my life, really. So uh, <laughs> I'm curious, did either of you have sort of those extra parental figures in your life that were, you know, while well-intentioned, were giving those sort of unsolicited opinions uh, when you were both growing up? Yeah, the uh, every person in the show is based on, I've got a mom, I've got, she has five uncles, it was six originally, one of them passed away early, um, but there's five remaining still standing, they're still in my life. We did a screening with them, like, two or three weeks ago to watch the show. Um, yeah, they were very much there and very much uh, yelling at the whole time I was growing up from baby to today. And Mike, what about you? I'm from a very small, repressed, Protestant, white family. <laughs> Nobody gets in anybody's business. Everyone's very polite and repressed and um, and themselves. And we all just like forge through the cold winters and grim grim nods at each other and how are you doing you're doing all right okay good sounds good and that's the extent of meddling <laughs> in each other's families so this was all new for me and uh shay you mentioned that you had a screening so when you first told your family like hey i'm kind of making a show about you guys what was their reaction to that and and i'm curious what was their reaction at the screening seeing it seeing it all on the screen oh, they were they were super into it uh when, when when i told them the first time hey this is what i, I think i'm thinking about doing because it and to talk to them before I told the agents or met with Mike or anybody like that. Cause you don't want to do something like that and then find out later on that they don't want you to do it. You know what I mean? Right. And so I talked to them about it. And the first thing that the real life uh, uncle Jay said was you should get Thor to play me. And I was like, All right, <laughs> this is going to be great. This is going to be great. So they, they were super encouraging the whole time. They would ask questions. They would like, uh, you know, how's it, you know, have you found any good actors? What about this person? What about that person? They would just send me the most famous people possible and be like, what about, have you heard of Oscar Isaac? And I'm like, I <laughs> <laughs> and, but then when we did the screening, they, they were uh, in love with it. I was so nervous to show them. Um, I was like, man, I hope that they don't hate this because that would break my heart. And then we watched it and you could feel like, through the first two after the, the second episode the cookout episode they were just like all like all the way in they knew who the characters were they knew what to expect they knew what the show was going to feel like at that point um there was like there were moments where i could hear them all laughing i looked back and one of them was crying i was like oh my god this is awesome and then we talked about it afterwards and it was just like they you know i was explaining to them like all that i wanted was when they watched the show to be like oh man i had a profound impact on this kid's life like in the best way possible yeah. is what i wanted for them to take away from it and they did and it was just it was really it was a really cool experience and mike i'm curious would you ever make a show about your small quiet repressed family there's nothing interesting about my family i mean you know i i've had um and i i love them i'm not saying they're not nice people i'm just saying I've had the instinct in the past to to maybe do a family show because most of the shows I've done have been workplace comedies. And 
this happened um, before I came up with this idea for The Good Place, too. I was like, okay, family show, family show. What do I know about families? And the answer is nothing, because my family was extraordinarily <laughs> typical um, in, in most ways. And now, you know, after 60, 70 years of TV, every version of my family story has been told. Like, we, ha we are fine with white families. We're good. We have filled up the coffers of TV history with white families. We've had white upper-class families, white middle-class families, white lower-class families. We've had white families where the parents are divorced, white families where it's a nuclear family, white families of adult siblings, white families of multi-generations. Like, we've told every version of that story. And so I came to this conclusion a long time ago, like, I couldn't authentically write a very interesting family show because it's it, it's been covered the ground is the ground is worn down and so when shay comes along and his family is a different kind of family with a completely different experience it's set in a different place my my half of my family is actually from texas so that part of it i related to like i i spent a lot of time in houston growing up and like there is a, a little some of the the not the cultural stuff but the the like setting was very familiar to me and the vibe of Houston, the vibe of Southwest, te Southeast Texas is very familiar to me. So that part was like, okay, I connected with him on that. And now I just want to help him tell the authentic version of his family story because it's just more interesting than mine. And it's never been seen before in that shape, you know? This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, with our show being called Actors with Issues, uh, you know, actors are told very many times that they have to be multifaceted. Um, don't just be an actor. You also have to write and and, and produce and direct and, and just do as much as you can. So I'm curious, what advice do each of you have for any actors who are looking to sort of dip their toes into these other facets of the industry? Oh, brother. Um, <laughs> where to begin? <laughs> you know, I, I've met a lot of different kinds of actors in my life and some of them are like you know what i just love acting i just want to act like it's the thing i love it's my passion i don't want to direct i don't want to write i just love acting and i don't think there's anything bad about that you know um and then there's other actors who are like i love to write my own stuff and i want to direct someday and i want to i want to 
cater the show I work on because I love to cook and I wanted to, I'm a, I'm a really good electrician so I want to rig all the lights and that's fine too I just I don't think that I think people should do what they're passionate about and what they love and I've really only I love writing more than anything in the world I have no feel for acting at all I'm not very good at it I don't have that instinct to act I do like directing so I tend to 95% right and 5% direct. And that's just, that's what works for me. So I don't think, I don't think anyone should feel like they have to do anything because if it's not something that they want to do, it's not gonna be good anyway, right? Like if you don't want to write, you can't force yourself to write against your own will. Like that's not gonna work. So do what you love, do what you're passionate about and just trust that if you do it with love and care and intention that it will uh, somehow work out. And Shay, what about you? What advice do you have for uh, any actor who maybe wants to explore other parts of the industry? Uh, I was going to basically say a version of what Mike said. Just this is my first time that I've gone through this process. First time that I talked to actors in real life. The first time that I talked to directors or like saw what a set looked like. And just in the three months that I spent out there and, and the six months or whatever it's been in post-production, just talking to people who do the, those specific jobs for a living, it has become very clear that if you don't absolutely love it, it's probably not going to work out that great for you. Like you meet a director, like Kabir uh, Akhtar directed the first, the pilot in the carnival episode. And so he was the first director I like sat down and had a conversation with. And just the way that he talked about that specific thing, it was like, oh, you were going to make it in this job no matter what. Like you need that attitude. You've got to feel it inside. You've got to sort of, like Mike was saying, you have to love it. I, I, I think any of the stuff that you want to do, like if you don't really care about it and want to do it, then it's not going to work out that great. So I, I, I'm i the opposite of Mike. I don't want to direct. I don't, I just want to write. That's all I want to do. I want. I like editing. I really only want to do those things. I have no interest in doing the other things. So I, I like I would not be very good at those jobs. You know what I mean? I think if you're an actor doing stuff, like just do the stuff you want to do and do it as well as you can. And, you know, it usually hopefully works out. Awesome. Well, that is our time. So thank you both so, so much for such a great show uh, and for taking the time to chat with us today. Thank you. All right, Juan. Nice to meet you. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Actors with Issues on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit our YouTube channel for full video interviews. Actors with Issues is executive produced and hosted by Juaniala. See you next time.